What's up, guys? Welcome back to Weddell's World. It's your boy, Weddell. I'm here with my man, Dylan, and welcome back to Weddell's World. So on this episode, we're going to teach you guys a whole bunch of shit about some cool-ass dinosaurs, new lizards, and what's going on with that hustle. So, of course, we're going to shout out Kane's Chicken, Chicken, Chicken. What combo are you picking? Thank you for hooking us up with some chicken. That all rhymed really well. Uh, so with that, of course, we're going to hit you guys with a quick commercial break. When we get back, we're going to dive into this man's hustle and what he's got going on. What up, guys? You looking to jump into the podcast world and don't know where to start? I didn't either, but check this out. Anchor.fm is the light and go to for it. This is a free app that helps you not only create and edit your very own podcast that you can download directly to your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever you got. They pretty much make it as easy as possible. So on top of it being free, they also help you distribute it as well. So you get to not only record it, but branch it and push it out to major platforms such as Spotify, Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts. The list goes on. I mean, there's tons of them. With that as well, there's no minimum listenership. So you don't have to have a huge fan base in order to start making money off of this. That's a no-brainer, right? obviously. So it's got everything you need all in one place to create the great podcast that we all know you got in you. So let it out. Download the free app Anchor or hit up anchor.fm to get started. Peace. All right, guys, welcome back. It's your boy, Weddle. I'm here with my man, Dylan, and the Prehistoric Companions. So let's figure this thing out. My man, Dylan. For them who don't know you, let them know who you are, what you represent, my man. What's up, you guys? My name's Dylan Schultz. I am a New Mexico born. Yeah, I've been buddy. living in Las Cruces and Alamogordo majority of my life. And you know, went to school here, went graduated New Mexico State University hey. with a bachelor's of fine art. There you go. Uh, and yeah, I've I've had reptiles. All my life and different we've had all different kinds of animals dogs cats and I've always been really interested and intrigued by little creatures especially reptiles hell yeah now you're so you're you're not living here currently you've moved up to Colorado correct yep Glenwood Springs Colorado the Roaring Fork Valley the mm -hmm. Aspen Valley Super gorgeous up there beautiful country oh man the mountains the greenery the wildlife Hell yeah, man. I could only imagine. Now, you talk about that you've had all these different animals and that you're, you're not here in the desert. You're up there in Colorado. It's a little bit colder. Ooh. So what got you, you know, like what, how, what's the transition with the animals, man, or the, the reptiles? Uh, transitioning up there with them? Yeah. How's that going? Oh, it's, it's good. Like, uh, fortunately, my dragons here, they're socialized. You know, Very well behaved. I, oh, yeah. I've, I've definitely taken time with them to get comfortable going outside and going on car rides and going places. So yeah, it's, it's quite a drive. It's like 10 and a half, 11 hours up to, you know, from Las Cruces to Glenwood, Colorado. Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's a journey and these guys do really well. I have to just make sure I have to have them packed up appropriately. They're warm, they're cozy. I pack up some nice tasty bugs for them, yeah. little treats, so these guys are fed good. And they like it, you know, we journey. Keep it moving, hell yeah, man, that's cool. Now, what what actually got you and brought you to Crucis? Well, I graduated 
uh, got my college degree and I was trying to find work you know with my degree being an artist I wanted to teach because I have a lot of teaching experience working with uh, freshmen and helping inspire them or think about uh, material use and things right. of that nature so working with people and inspiring so and I don't know I, I just started applying for everything I tried to apply for Geico I applied to I was going to go in the military I, a lot of this that and the other and I applied for the post office yeah and I looked in New Mexico there was nothing in New Mexico no job opening so I'm like all right uh what other states let's go to Colorado let's try that one see how that, that works and all kinds of jobs I applied for like 50 different jobs and landed one in Carbondale Colorado and that has been the best thing for me it's been very challenging but I mean it's been really good for me it's supporting my hustle and my hobbies and my passion yeah Speaking of passion, who and what do we have here on the show with us today? Alright guys, so I'm pretty sure you've been wondering this for several Ooh. minutes now. These are bearded dragons. Ooh. They originate from Australia. They're probably the most common up there with ball pythons, leopard geckos. Uh, you know, they're, they're really popular in the reptile hobby, in the pet trade. Uh, they could be, they're very available, you can find them all over the place. I don't necessarily would probably get a bearded dragon from like a chain pet store. Mm -hmm. More so definitely always seek out a breeder because they know so much more about these exotic species. They're not like a dog or a cat, you get a little bit of food and water here and there. You know, there are specific care requirements, but they're so worth it. They're so enjoyable and amazing. I've learned so much from them. Dude, it's a trip, man. These these guys are super well behaved. They are very calm. It's it seems like it would be an easy venture into, but like you said, there's so much going on to it. I'm sure with the meal requirements, the heat requirements, you know, just attention alone, it's probably a big challenge in itself. Now you also you talk about these guys on your YouTube channel, correct? Yep, the prehistoric companions. Hey, no shame in that plug. So we, right now, it's more educational and we just do different things. These guys will help me cook dinner or I take them out to outside to get outside time or we do artwork and things. So I just try to, you know, have them included in things. So they're not always just sitting in their tank. You know, they can come out for a little while. They'll hang out with you for hours and be really curious, attentive to what you're doing and just like, huh. What's going on yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Curious little guys, for sure. Now you have, this guy is a, this is a male, and yep. this is a female. We got, who do we have here? We got Philo, and then we have Aussie. Philo like philosophy, and Aussie like my little Australian. Hey, that's too cool, man. We got the male, and we got a female here. It's pretty hard to determine what they are. You know, just by looking at them, it's not really easy to tell, my God, it's a boy or that's a girl. Yeah. You know, but uh, the easiest way to tell, you get like a flashlight and kind of like that same trick, you shine it underneath your fingers. So you just like look at all your bones mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you want to shine it at the base of their tail. So this part right here, flip their tail back yeah. and shine the light on the base of the back of the tail. And you'll see if it was a male, 
you'll see two long, skinny-looking worm things in the tail. Those are his hemipenes, so they have two sex organs. Oh, okay. Opposed to, like, we have one. Well, he's got one. He's got two. Yeah, oh, poor man. Impressing Jesus. the ladies. Yeah, he is. Uh-huh. Go get you some. And females will have nothing back there. Of course. Yeah. Well, that's too cool, man. Now, for someone getting into this type of stuff, do you have any... Any type of information that they would be, that as someone that's been doing this for years, what would be your first kind of, I guess, informational tips? My first informational tip for all of you out there, doesn't matter if you're working with reptiles, with rabbits, mice, dogs, cats, every animal is just be, be responsible. Please. Do your research and give that animal the best quality care and life that you can. Because if you can't, you know, you, I mean, the people get so excited about, all oh, these lizards are so cool, and then they get one, and then, like, after a little while, the novelty will kind of wear off, and I'm kind of tired of taking care of it, or doing, like, these certain things, and, you know, that, that could be, it's bad for you, but it'll be even worse for the animal. Yeah, poor thing. So, and I see a lot of people right now, uh... You know, going on Facebook, I see, you know, following different groups on there, bearded dragon owners and reptile owners, and I see a lot of people, like, uh, giving up their animals, and, like, you know, they take care of it for a long time, and they, like, I don't know, life circumstances change, you move somewhere, or you're not able to give it the care it requires anymore, just things, you know, you don't know where you're going to be in a year or five years, so right. take that in consideration, just do your research, and... Yeah, these bearded dragons, they're great. They're sociable, great for a lot of people, great with kids. Yeah, they're technically intermediate animals. They say beginner because they're not really small, right? Mm -hmm. They're not really delicate. You got to be super careful with it. They have a good size to them, so they're really easy to handle. They have a great temperament. Their mind, like, you know, they don't bite at all. I could... Super them. calm, very, very well behaved for a dinosaur, basically a miniature dinosaur. They are very well tamed. You've taken care of these little monsters, um, oh, yes. individuals, quite well, my man. They're very beautiful specimen, for sure. Yeah, and these are just wild types, guys. These are what you would see in Australia. The only morph mutation between these, he's a leatherback, so he's much softer scale mutation. Very, he's more cuddly. And this one's pokey like a cactus. Super, she's a normal scale. But there's so many out there. There's zeros, there's whiplets, there's reds, there's like the colors and the patterns and scale mutations is incredible. So tons and tons of information and different types. So like my man said, do your research. If you're trying to get into this as a, a hobby or like my man as a hustle, then by all means, you gotta do your due diligence and make sure that you know what you're doing. Uh, with that and knowing what you're doing, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We're gonna munch down on some of this canes real quick and we'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back. It's your boy, Bueno, my man, Dylan. We're here with his prehistoric companions. So we've talked about where he's from, what he's doing, where he's at now. We've got Ozzy, we've got Filio, and we've got a newcomer on the show with us. We've got here, what kind of snake is this? Guys, this is a ball python. Ooh, beautiful. Or also referred to as a royal python. A royal python. So, I like the royal python name much better. Sounds a lot more kick-ass for sure. Yeah. And what's his her name? This is Vegeta Ooh. from Dragon Ball Z, guys. Ah! 
That's too cool, man. And this is a, this is a male. This is a male. He's almost full size. He's about three feet long. He's got four genetic traits in here, guys. There are three thousand different species of snakes around the world, roughly. And with the ball pythons alone, there are more than 6,500 different morph mutations. Holy shit. How the heck do you pick? Yeah, that's all... a million different types. So beautiful. Million. They are very so this beautiful. guy is banana. Uh, technically, the banana and coral glow gene are technically the same. Uh, but banana, GHI, stands for gotta have it. Pastel, and he's heterozygous for hypomelanistic, or the ghost gene. So he's got a lot going on with him. Let's see. May yeah, I? yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is so cool. And it, wow, very light for his. Oh yeah. As big as he is, and he's all muscle, correct? All muscle. I think last I weighed him, he was pushing 770 grams. So he's still got some some growing to do. That is kick ass, man. Now with these. You take these guys, your prehistoric companions here, you take them and then you, you educate kids, correct? Yeah, a couple weeks ago on my route, uh, I delivered mail to a preschool and uh, I saw the school director one day and I was like, hey, uh, I got some weird critters and bugs and stuff. I, you think the kids would like to know about them or learn about them? <laughs> and from there, it's just like she put it into action, man. She went and put it on her calendar and gave me her number, and she started following on my social media. There you go, buddy. How you doing? All right. That is so cool. <laughs> Come here, boy. An interesting creation like of God. Circulating his hand. Right. You're right. Restricting your cut. Yeah, constricting it. Blech. Can't talk, guys. Man. <laughs> and that's, that's like he was doing with my hand there. He's about to close in on it. Well... Uh, technically, I mean, if they consider you, see you as a food object, I can have him around my neck, hence ball, uh, royal python, a lot of, uh, uh, Queen Cleo, not Queen, uh, Cleopatra VII was a pharaoh of Egypt, and there's a lot of, uh, depictions of her that, uh, uh, essentially indicate that she was into snakes and probably kept ball pythons, you know, they adorned, uh, royalty would adorn themselves with these amazing, beautiful snakes. Hence the name Royal Pythons. Yeah. Um, Too cool. And then with that, I mean, they obviously represent like curiosity, power, a lot of strength with the muscle too. So I'm sure that uh, yeah. played huge into the role yeah. in the royalty as they were kings and queens. Yeah. Right, I think that's the point I was getting at. Yeah, they, they like if I'm wearing her or him like a necklace size such, like uh, they don't see me as a food object. If I was small enough for him to eat, then yeah. yeah it'd be a <laughs> but, totally different story. For sure. Now, you have you've got the lizards, you got bearded dragons here, and you've got uh, the royal python. Now, obviously, these are two totally different animals. They're in the same species realm, but they obviously have different behaviors. So, how do you go about like handling the different behaviors between these two? Well, it's just been a lot of whenever you first before you acquire, you're interested in obtaining a new reptile. You want to get a bearded dragon, or you want to get some sort of snake. Do your research and stuff. But that's the first part. Once you've obtained this animal, you know, they're, they all have uh, naturally the same, similar behavior, but just like from person to person or dog to dog, they all have like their own little personality. So you do your research, you know that they require certain humidity and heat requirements, ball pythons, their hot spot needs to be kept around 90 degrees and they need between 
50, 55, 60, 65% humidity. Unless they're going into shedding, then bump up the humidity a little bit to help them out. So uh, just spending time with your animal, observing your animal and seeing like their behavior. And I mean, yeah, with these dragons, she don't like to eat the same things that he does. Of course. He's a, car he's a carnivore. He only eats bugs. He don't touch mm -hmm. his salad. No, <laughs> I want my meat. Yeah, I gotta have my meat. All right. So is, are you eating them, or not eating them, are you feeding them like worms or are you, what is it, what are they eating? Yeah, a lot of people freak out when I tell them this, that I have like hundreds of cockroaches in my apartment. Yeah, that sounds pretty rough, <laughs> but that's obviously that's what they're eating, so that makes yeah. total sense to it. I produce right now, especially in my valley, like uh, right now my business is all educational and I'm, I don't, haven't bred or produced specimens of my own. It's a work in progress, but I'm working on uh, producing quality feeder insects because I know a lot of people in my valley I've heard a lot of people oh yeah I have a bearded dragon and stuff but there's Petco in my valley and that's the only place that has like insects and they're often really expensive and I got to keep going to the store all the time and they're not gut loaded or they're dead you know mm. so that's why I've you know taken the time done some of my own research and learn how to produce my own quality feeders. And yeah, my roaches, the Dubia roaches in particular, are the best quality feeder for bearded dragons. They're like- The Dubia roaches. Dubia roaches. That's definitely a roach I could get behind. I hear you on that. That's pretty cool though. Like the, the you have to, it's obviously, like you said, it's not, it is a beginner's kind of reptile, but you must know what you're doing or it could be catastrophe for not only your house having all those roaches in it, yes. but also the animals as well. You gotta take care of the animals. Do you be responsible and take care of your take care of your friends here. Um, they take care of you. I mean, they they're interested in humans, and just what I've learned from them, it's not. I mean, definitely different than having like a dog. You know, yeah, you can learn so much bit. from a dog. A dog can <coughs> teach you so much too. But you know, these are different. They don't like necessarily like attention. They don't like to scratch and claw at the tank. Oh, hold me, play me. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, you know, they they tolerate you. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> you know? more. You're kind of in their world now. Now, some species are more intelligent, like tegus, Argentine tegus. has all kinds of tegus. That's <laughs> a really impressive large lizard, and they're really really intelligent. You can train them. Yeah, I had an iguana. It was my first like reptile pet that I had. Well, no, I had cicada tortoises. Then I had the iguana. There you go. And that thing whooped my ass. Yeah. Look at him. Oh, he's going. He sees his girlfriend here. That's one of the, their behaviors. He's head bobbing, displaying the, hey girl. What's up? Let's get jiggy. That's too cool, man. And his, <laughs> his beard has changed a lot. He got a lot darker. Yeah, you see that? His beard's black, guys. So That's hence so the name cool. Bearded Dragon. That's fucking cool. He's switching it out and he's flexing for the gram. Go ahead, yeah, man. I'm glad that they're displaying that behavior on camera. Right? <laughs> that, we couldn't ask for a better thing. Now with that, as a celebration to my man trying to get jiggy with it, I also, on the on the show, it's a tradition. I like to pop a bottle for the success of whoever's sitting across from me, the hustle, and obviously the education that you're providing. So with that, my man, this bottle is definitely owed to you. Oh, yeah. Now I uh -huh. hope most of these bottles pop off pretty crazy, so I hope this doesn't <laughs> do too much for them. But well, it's not thunder, see. guys. Hold on. Yeah, let's see. Hopefully we get a good one. Right. So that was a lot better today. So scared me more than that scared them. All right, so my man, with that, I want to cheers to you, brother, for your hustle and teaching and being able to educate other people on these prehistoric companions that you have here. 
Um, so that is a kick-ass little adventure you got going on, my man. So here's yours. Ah, thank you, sir. Thank of you. Of course, hell yeah. You gotta give it a nice smell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let them know. We're not top shelf yet, but we're getting up there. Damn it, I'll let you know. Hey, if y'all if y'all got champagne, let me know. Give me a sponsor. Cheers to you, brother man. Cheers thank to your reptiles, Ozzy, Vegeta, and Filio? Filo. Filo, there we go. Uh, Cheers to you guys. Welcome to Do What I Want, man. Represent. Speaking of, now I, saw, I know you, you're repping the dope-ass kickback hat we've had. I've had that one. That was in like... Dude, that was oh, 2000. Love this one. 11, 12, I think it was. This is I've I've known you back when we were working at JC Penney's. Way back. Way back in the day. So that was crazy as fuck, and it's cool to see that you're still repping it. You yeah. got um, that one is the wild style with the hibiscus plant on it on the Man, top. I love that. I've been to Hawaii Man. several times with my family, and I love. I'm a flower guy. I'm designing a children's coloring book right now with mm -hmm. reptile theme and all different flowers that were you know. I've observed and seen at botanical gardens, and when I saw this hat, man, I had to get it. Hell yeah. I had to get it. Well, I'm glad it represents you and what you got going on. Now, with that, I always like to ask, what does do what I want mean to you? Man, <laughs> you know, when I, when I knew you and JCPenney's, uh, you know, at the time, like, I mean, I didn't know what do what I want. At the time, I was like, do what I want. Is that smoke weed, drink liquor? You know, yeah, like a like, little party animal. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, you little party animal. That's cool. That's mm -hmm, cool. Mm -hmm. But now through the years, and especially seeing like some of your content on YouTube, you you know rounding up your posse and going out here in some of these roads and cleaning up the roads. Like you love your community and the passion and positivity. You know the togetherness that you're promoting, inviting other people on. People like me and hairstylists, musicians, like all you guys. You know. Just being the change that you want to see in the world. You got to create it. If nobody else will, you got to do it. And I've said it on the show a couple different times, but for sure, we may be, you know, Las Cruces is a small city in itself, but dude, there is a lot of heart and even more hustle going on in the city. Uh, there are so yeah. many people doing the damn thing, doing what they want to do. You know, I do what I want. So I obviously just want to represent you guys. And that's what this whole thing is all about. So. Sounds pretty kick-ass, man. You're right there on top of it with me. So cheers to you one more time, my man. Thank you, sir. We got plenty of bottle to go through here, too, so do not be shy. We do. Uh, pretty thirsty. That, it's hot out here. Right? It's fucking hot, hot, hot out in the desert. Yeah, it's a total different climate change out here. Let me see what you got. I'll fill you up some more. Yeah. So if you would, my man, if you want to um, let them know if they have any more questions or concerns on what if they'd like to get into the, the reptile and prehistoric companion game, where can they reach out so that way they can... If they got questions, they can talk to you. Yes, guys. So I'm new to YouTube, especially. Uh, I'm trying to figure that all out. Bear with me. It's a work in progress. Man, it ain't easy. But it's for you guys. You know, I, I love making the YouTube videos, and I have so much fun with my, my little companions here. But, you know, I want people to have what I've experienced keeping these animals, and I want to educate you guys and show the benefits of, of keeping such creatures, you know, and appreciating this world and all of its beautiful inhabitants. Um, where was I going? So where they can reach you. <laughs> where can you reach me? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Prehistoric Companions, and also I'm an artist. Uh, you can check out my second Instagram page, Dylan underscore Schultz 4692. 
do paintings. I've done some tattoos, this, that, and the other. I just get inspired, you know. Just, you know. You're an artist at heart, man, and it shows. Obviously, you, the paintings are beautiful. They're fucking kick ass. They have so much color. There's texture to them. It's they're fucking badass. <laughs> Thank you. I think every artist and my own self to to be the first to say yeah. it. Who are we? Are our own worst critics. Oh yeah. I don't think a lot of us give ourselves the recognition or the credit that we deserve, truly, but. Man, the shit you can draw, you paint, is badass. He's obviously he's making a children's coloring book, so clearly he's onto something. So you guys get you one of those whenever they drop and they're available. Like you said, you guys can reach him out at all those uh, different social media platforms. They, of course, will be tagged in this video as well. Um, but be sure to follow my man. If you're looking to shop here with me at the shop, at the industry, um, I'm at 1770 South Telshore. Come see me. That's here in Las Cruces, Suite C, right next to UGK Barbershop. Shout out that team as well. They're doing badass things. Uh, if you aren't local, you want to click uh, click to shop with me. Ozzy's making her filio is making his own little his moves. If you guys want to shop with me online, that's dwiw.shop. You can click on there. Um, review me on Yelp. You get 10% off. Let me know. Uh, for the month of October, we're going to do a 15% off all the black items for the spooky uh, festival that we got going on since Halloween has basically been put on pause um, but with that guys as my man here is making his great escape so are we so to that guys cheers that's a wrap here on Weto's world cheers man thank you guys thanks